it's so good to hear your voice. Is it? I'm so late. I'm passionately <laughs> late. Is it? <laughs> Welcome I mean... to encroachment. Well, I'm glad they finally let you off the plantation. Halloween. It was Happy Halloween. I wore a nice Michael Jackson Thriller theme shirt today. Looking oh, you did? Cute. I did, yeah. Do you, I didn't celebrate it. JK, I took my nanny kid to uh to the pumpkin patch. Oh, how was that? that was, it was actually good. It was like the most festive I've been on Halloween for years. Hmm. You only took the little one? Yeah, it was okay. it was like surprisingly nice. I did have a moment where I'm like, oh wow, like this is why like you have kids. Like you like do things that are like traditional and fun and holiday things because okay, but we also could have gotten drunk and gone to the pumpkin patch and had just as much of a good time no i would never go to a pumpkin patch by myself <laughs> i like i don't like i don't like halloween <laughs> halloween is not my holiday i don't like pumpkins <laughs> i don't like carving pumpkins i don't, I don't like being food. scared i do not like being scared. i don't like being scared it was funny because i went to the grocery store and i was talking to the baker you know because he gave me some free stuff so whatever he was trying to make conversation. We were talking about Halloween. He was like, you know, I don't mind if the older kids come. But what I don't like is when the older boys come dressed as some scary shit. Because that means I'm going to have to fuck you up if you try something. And I'm like, you are right. <laughs> I do not want yeah. your little six foot whatever ass fresh off your growth spurt coming up to me in a fucking scream mask or with a fake ass knife. Because we're going to have problems. <laughs> like, Is I'm this trick gonna... or treat or is this a robbery? Like, Is I don't this know. the purge? Like, what's happening right, right now? Like, and I don't have yeah, enough time no. to assess this properly, I'm... so yeah. I don't. I'm going to just react like it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't And know. when I react, you're probably just going to get fucked up. Like, that's it. Or, or I'll just be gone. Like, you might be left in some type of weird situation because I just will not be present anymore. <laughs> I'm ready to be the... Well, first of all, I never want to have a house and this is part of the reason why. In my condo, which will be locked from the outside... Ain't nobody's little kids coming in there except people who live in the condo. And I might, you know, those will be a certain kind of kid that I'm okay with just randomly knocking on my door because I've probably seen them around and have been like, they're, those are my kids. Not I have just, a like, question, people in there, but yeah. I would like our guests to also answer it. Oh, shit. Is it so like... we? Can, I can save it for the next segment okay, because yeah. I just found out some information from someone oh. and it's no one close to me, so I don't really care. It doesn't affect me at all for real. However, I'm really interested to see how other people would react to this situation because, yeah, we'll see. Stay tuned for segment two. Stay tuned for segment two, um, yeah. So what yeah. was your game of the week? I don't know. I'm not really prepared today. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, honestly, it's been like two weeks since we recorded. I don't know why. This it week does has felt like really it's been a while, long. honestly. I don't know what's going on. Um, I had a really busy week, week at school, so that's what my day, thing. What game did I watch? Oh, I really, really liked watching. I think I texted you about this. Oh, I really liked the Breeze game. Oh, that's my game of the week. Oh, yes. You told my baby Kirk was I don't know why it felt like it was 500 years ago. But um, it it was, you know, it was difficult for me because I am still salty about Drew Breeze and his Monday night celebration party in the you know, during the game um, versus the Redskins. Um, I also am still a hater uh, and dislike Kirk. So I had to pick one that I dislike less. Um, and that was Drew Brees. So. Oh, I thought you texted me and said it was Kirk. No, it was definitely Drew Brees. I'm not going to root for Kirk. I decided to, my hate for Kirk was way too uh, flourishing to want to uh, 
ignore it for a game. Um, which was nice because I actually like got to sit back and watch Drew Brees play and like his throws. And like, again, he is a great player. Um, so it's one of, you know, it's like watching like when the Warriors play and like, for example, when Yerbu Clay, um, Clay broke his, Thompson. yeah, broke the three point record. Like it's so, it's, it's really fun to just watch good players execute well. Um, and the same for, again, it wasn't Kirk, but the same for like Stefan Diggs, like he executed so well in the first half. I don't, yeah, like the first touchdown, it was awesome. Like the two feet in, in bounds, like where um, it was, it was textbook, like a perfect wide receiver play, like what you should do perfectly was how he played most of that game. And it was just like, it was a good game to watch. It was a good game to watch. And Adam Thielen had another 100-yard game, right? He did. He did. It's, it's insane. This he did have a fumble, though. Ins- oh, he did? He did have a fumble, yeah. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, he was not happy. I mean, there was a lot of – yeah. I think there was a penalty on the Vikings way. I don't remember who. Because he slammed his helmet into the ground after that. It was a little stressful, you know. Yeah. I don't need my team reacting like that when I made a mistake because I'm already super hard on myself when I make mistakes. I don't really need anyone else being extra for me. Fair. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was a good game, and uh, the Saints won, so I'm cool, I'm chilling. Well, I know you don't like him, but how did Kirk look? Like, was he still playing well? Do you feel like that was money well spent? So far, I feel like it's money well spent for the Vikings. Um, I think they better. I think they're better than they would have been with Case Keenum. I oh, think I do. Th- yeah, I do think that they made. I they made a good move. They improved their situation with Kirk. Um, but I do think that he has some issues with consistency. Um, which, you know, it was difficult to tell when he is on the Redskins. It makes me happy that the hater in me is happy, I guess. Um, like, there's a small percentage of me that wants me to flourish because I don't dislike him and I didn't dislike him when he played for us. Um, I just... It does make me happy that his inconsistencies are shown because... It it's not just your organization. It was exactly. It easily could have been just Kirk playing for the Redskins because we are inconsistent and that like caused him to be inconsistent, but he is just slightly inconsistent sometimes. So, you know, that's it. it again, it was a good game. I had no, I had no issues for him. I think that once game. that running game gets going again for real, um, like yeah. the previous Mary stepping in, but I think once he doesn't have to, they like... give Kirk the ball a lot. Yeah, once it's not all in his shoulders, like I think he will. And Kirk is thrive. good, but Kirk is not that good. <laughs> like, I mean, there are a few quarterbacks you can put in their hand, like throw it fifty times and win me the game. Like Drew that's Brees not can. Drew, Drew Brees can. Drew Brees can. Tom Brady can. Aaron Rodgers can. Um, yeah. Aaron Roethlisberger and those, can. And again, like, those are like those are the elite quarterbacks. Yeah, and I think that. I think that people really hype up Kirk and like want him to be that, but he's not, he's not there all the way. Like he's really good, but he's not ever going to be on that level. I don't think. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like he could easily be like a Maddie Ice and like evolve yeah, into something. I could see that, but he will never carry a team on his own. He's not good enough, but that's just my. Fair enough. Well, I did not watch most of the games this week except ours because I was either half my day I spent doing homework, the other half I spent freaking out about my fucking fantasy team. Tell me about your fantasy team. Uh, it's a disaster. I just don't understand. Like, David and Joku caught zero catches, which, mm-hmm, that's like, weird. after being the leading receiver for like two weeks in a row, you just went flat. 
Um, Brandon Cooks got me eight and a half fucking points when he like balled out on Denver last time. Um, I just. Oh, Thielen made an awesome. Sorry, I remember because this reminded me we were texting because I couldn't text you about this game at all because you were banning fantasy football. Yeah. And so I couldn't give you any updates. But Thielen had an awesome grab in the first quarter. I think it might have been the first or second drive over someone's helmet. It was awesome. Again, just players executing perfectly. Like he jumped over. It was a perfect. The defender was playing it perfectly. There is no space. And Dylan I mean, jumped over pass. him and caught the fucking ball over his head. Like, it was over his helmet. His arm was on this man's helmet. It was awesome. It was a good you game. You didn't watch was... the uh, Miami game, did you, early? No. Yeah, so during oh, did that, I? No. that fucking game, like, one dude caught it. I think Jakeem Grant caught it, got hit, flipped around, ended up throwing it in there like a fumble, and then it went right into Devontae Parker's hands, and he ran oh, wow. for another, like, whatever yards. So That's, that's some luck shit, pass. though. That's some ego shit. The Eagles do that. <laughs> That's some fucking uh, 2007 Giants Super Bowl shit. The fucking Eagles did that, I think, four, five years ago plus. And they, like, fumbled. And someone picked, fumbled into someone else's hands, and they just happened to be in the end zone. I was so mad. I was so mad. Like, that shit doesn't happen to anybody else. How do you accidentally fumble it to someone else? Damn. In the end zone. Trash. Damn. Anyway. Before we change to our next segment, I want to get your rundown. I know you didn't like think about this, but I just want to get your quick reactions. We start quick reactions on the trades that happened at the deadline. So we got Demarius Thomas traded from uh, Denver Broncos to the Houston Texans. Thoughts? I just feel like the Texans aren't really a factor this season. So it also doesn't really affect me at all. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's an I mean, AFC team. It yeah, sure. Yeah. How sure. often do I think we play the Texans this year though? Once I already played the Texans, but I'm just not. Again, we have the easiest schedule left in the in the I think NFC definitely in the NFC East. We there's only one team that we play now that's um that has a winning record, and I think that's the Eagles. Look, you won't have to worry about it because the Texans definitely are not getting out of the AFC. So <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the yeah, day, I, I think they're more effective than you might think. But at the end of the day, they're not making it. They're not making it past the Patriots, the Chiefs. The charge, like there's just so many other teams. I also don't really get to see them play that often. Um, true. I think the last time was like what the Battle of Texas. Who I didn't give a shit about. Oh, the yeah, yeah. Um, but I think this is good for both teams. I the Houston just lost Will Fuller, so it's a good. I mean, he's no oh. Will Fuller in terms. Of, yeah, I know ACL. He's so good, but he can't stay on the field. Ugh, he's so cute too. Um, he did really well for us in fantasy that one time. He did. He was the only thing that went well for us in fantasy that <laughs> one time. <laughs> And then he got injured. <laughs> um, and then Denver got two picks, and I think they really need to. They have Cortland Sutton. He's up and coming, so I think there was like you know time to take that next step, anyways. And they can use the two picks to help get some stuff around Case Keenum because that is not the answer. Whatever they got going on right now, which is weird because they have pieces there: Philip Lindsay, Emmanuel Sanders, like. They've got a lot of... It's weird just, like, because they won the Super gelling. Bowl with fucking geriatric Peyton Manning. I know, <laughs> so, but the defense was more ferocious back then. It was, but it was still Peyton Manning like held together with duct tape and string. And human growth hormone. Like, I don't know, Umbilical cords and shit, who knows. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's that one. And then we have uh, Golden Tate to the Philadelphia Eagles from Detroit Lions. That one upsets me because we have to play them twice and I didn't... I'd prefer that to not happen, but 
I mean, I could see why the Eagles took them. Like, yes, him. I don't I'm think shocked he's that the, the Eagles' problems right him. now, though. I don't think so either. I am more like I'm selfishly concerned because again, we played them still twice. Right. Um. Also, we are currently. Um, sorry, we are currently, well, not anymore because of our trade, but we're a little, we don't have that much depth in secondary, so mm. I'm a little, I don't really. Getting exposed with good receivers. Yeah. They got him, Alshon Jeffrey, yeah. Well, you, I mean, you kind of saw it because I think Quinn Dunbar is out because he has a nerve injury for the Redskins, so mm. they have the Ricky fucking guarding Odell. I tweeted about it. I was like, I don't know who thought that this was a good idea, but, uh. Not like a, it was like Eli's first like fucking completion over five yards or some shit like that in the game. <laughs> so annoying. But yeah, it's just yeah we don't have depth. So if one person gets injured, like it's yeah. open season. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll trans transitions well to hey hey. Haha, Clinton Dix. Yeah. Or haha, yeah. Sorry, I just watched Moana. <laughs> From Green Bay to you guys, how yeah. are you feeling? Clint- we need him again. We um don't have that much depth there. So, did you see the um? So there was a when you guys played uh Green Bay, mm-hmm. he like was running off the side after interception, and like your teammates high fived him, and they were like, "It's going all it's all around the internet now that they made the trade." Like, oh, the person was coming, blah blah. Like, uh, I don't know because fucking Jay Gruden is shady. That's why I fucking texted you earlier, because or when you when it happened. And I was like, Jay Gruden is nasty because I took a nap chilling because earlier in the day, Gruden released reported that he was happy with how the team was. He wasn't interested in, in do, making any movement before the trade deadline. Like we wouldn't hear anything from uh, from the Redskins. And I'm like, cool, cool, whatever. And then this happened. I'm like, Jay, I was like lulled into a false sense of security and nap like. <laughs> now I'm waking up to this fucking bullshit and I'm like I'm not unhappy with it but it's just like this commotion is not what I really was expecting or ready for right uh, but it's a good move for your team I think it is yeah yeah I agree um I don't know what's going on with the Packers so this also leads us to Ty Montgomery so I see why they got rid of so Ty Montgomery on their roster I don't think he was really necessary they have Mm-mm. Jamal Williams they have Aaron Jones like they're both running well um so I just I don't think they needed him but um there's apparently a backstory behind this because he ran out of the end zone during the last game and got hit fumbled it so they were like oh you know it cost Aaron Rodgers' Hollywood comeback um so his teammates were saying like he was doing that because he got upset that he was benched for Aaron Jones mm. and the coaches told him to like just take a knee and he's like fuck you guys and when the reporter told him that, he was like, what? This is the first time I'm hearing about this. Like, this is not how, like, you treat family, like, blah, blah, blah. So it's funny that all that went down on Sunday and then Tuesday he's traded. So, I, I, I mean, I don't know if it's related, but, yeah, he's going to the Rockwell Ravens. They can use some help at running back. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that works out for them. And then Dante Fowler to the Rams is the last one, which I just think is fucking insane. I saw a tweet that the Rams have seven first round picks on their defense. I mean, I just, I just don't know why you would trade anything to the the last undefeated team in the league. I just, 
I just don't <laughs> get it. Well, everyone's not Princess Petty, okay? So I mean, but still, it's just like, why would you help them in any way? Clearly, they're undefeated. Like, they don't need any more help or assistance or, or like, they don't need anything, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, but it's a Jacksonville, so it's like you're not in their division. Like, you got a whole a lot of other shit to deal with before you get to them. I don't um, want you to be undefeated. Like, why would I help you? <laughs> You're not my team, so why? Like you being undefeated does nothing for me. I don't know, and maybe I'm Queen Petty. Who knows? I, you know, who knows? Whatever. Fair enough. I just I don't. The Rams are fucking scary, and it. Yeah, I mean, I guess Green Bay held them down for that whole half, which shocked the hell out of me. But um, but they don't have. Uh, they don't have Cooper <laughs> Cup right now. Right. Yeah. I why are you laughing so- his name? Because it's kind of crazy. Little Cooper Cup. <laughs> um, I think it's crazy though that Green Bay is like not building around Aaron Rodgers. Like, they're trading everyone away. It's kind I of mean, like- or maybe that's what they're trying to do is build. They're getting picks for these trades, so maybe they're trying to like fill in the gap to close this window. I think um, it sends a weird message. It's, it sends a message that they're not ready now, right now, and they're not yeah. to be right on. Like they're not. You, you're not coming out of NFC with that roster. You're not making it past. Um, Shit, we beat you, man. We beat you. Start what? We beat them. We beat you the last two times we saw. Yeah, like they just beat Minnesota, but I don't. I mean, come see us in the playoffs, motherfucker. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Wow, that's a new. um, Michelle, two weeks ago. No, don't make predictions on my squad. Erase it. Erase it. This never happened. It did happen. It's gone. Um, we're gonna take a break on that note. Blame it on the vodka. Let's let's just marinate. On what just happened. Log no. that shit in your minds. Blame it on the box and the Halloween candy I just stole. <laughs> and then we'll be back with our guest, the Ginger Ninja, Kyle. Oh. And I know. <laughs> um, and then yeah, some chin chickens. All right. <laughs> Yo. Hello. Hey, hey. Kyle, meet Michelle. Michelle, this is Kyle. Pleasure to meet you. You too. This is interesting. I know, right? This is the first. This is the first guest that we've had where like Michelle was not with them in person. Yeah. Or oh I shit. I, I've never like talked to you, so I don't even know what you're gonna sound like. Oh yeah, too. Because know. Sam was your friend. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. All right. Popping well, all kinds of cherries right now. I'm gonna start with okay. non-football question because this was this scenario was presented to me 40 minutes ago, and um, I thought it was a little wild. But you know, I'm casually trying to leave my job, and this girl is like, um, "So I'm having dinner with my new roommate, and we really vibe, and I really like her." Um, but she talks really low sometimes, so sometimes I can't understand her. But she's and I'm, but I'm pretty sure that she said to me last night that. She killed two people. What? With a knife. Oh, <laughs> this is some Serena Vanderwoods and shit. <laughs> Woo! But she killed two people with it's a like knife. Like I just walk in the door into this. Okay. Yeah. What's up? And that they were their her previous roommates. And I was like, okay, bitch. I was like, you need to leave. And she's like, no. I was like, no. Now you're the girl. Like we're all watching a scary movie, and this is the beginning, and you're doing some dumb shit, and the audience is screaming at you, you dumbass bitch. Like, get out. And you're like, no, I'm good. So she's just gonna continue to live with this girl. She's not even gonna like case search her ass or anything. Because Wait, how is this related to the New York Giants? 
Wait, what? It's not. It's no, she kidding. said. No, she said she did say this was unrelated to football. She, no, no, no. Yeah. She okay, okay, okay. But last segment, she was like, we were talking about the Giants. She's like, oh, I have a question, and I'm like, oh, it's for like our guests, and I was like, oh, it must be about the Giants. And no, like, I said it was a related <laughs> scenario, and I just <laughs> wanted to see everyone's reaction. Oh my god! Wow. You're not listening to me. <laughs> oh, I joined a hello party. This is well, great. my reaction is shook. Okay, shook. That's the I reaction. Mean, I would not be living with you anymore, personally. Like, I would not be there. I don't care how much it costs me. I'm not trying to get killed. With a knife. She even told her that she killed these She killed these people with a knife. And she doesn't want to case search her to see if it's true because she doesn't want to invade her privacy. Bitch, your privacy will be invaded. Everything. All of it. You won't have any privacy left. Yeah, that you know? lived, that that exists far beyond the line of privacy or anything like that. Like, this is my I don't life. Care how morbid your fucking humor is, that's some shit. You killed your previous roommates? Bitch, I am your new roommate. I'm not trying to escalate, be a victim of your escalation of violence here. Like, no, thank you. I don't know. Absolutely not. Ricky, what would you do? I would get a phone call. I'm just sitting and wondering where the fuck this went left. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Wrong turn in Albuquerque. Yeah, well, like, it's having... like, okay, like, did I jump on another podcast? Like, like what? Is this some true crime shit? Like, I just don't know what happened to... I had a plan. I was oh, like, oh, check ins. It would be like a little giant lead in question. And she's like, murder. And I just welcome to know. cereal. This is our podcast, though. This is normal. This is the first time we ever talked about murder, boo. Is it? Is it? No, we brought up Aaron Hernandez. It's absolutely not. Absolutely. We brought up Aaron Hernandez multiple times. Oh, my God. We've spoken about murder in some form of Jesus. <laughs> Anyway, welcome. Team check-ins, yay. <laughs> Woo! So you start with your uh, Redskins, Michelle. Um, I mean, I'm happy with them. Um, I Such a thorough assessment of where you were at we this We already week. talked about them. Um, you know, I was happy. I mean, I wasn't happy with how they played, but I'm happy with how our defense played. Our offense still is a little struggle city, but uh, we at least scored a touchdown in the second half, which is great. Um, I think it only happened one other time this season, which is also stressful, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's not cute. Um, yeah. We are attempting to get more action from Smith to Doxon, which is whatever. It's like, uh, thanks for pretending to get our receivers in the game. 26 yard game, which is a season high for any receiver on our team, any wide receiver. I don't know why you're laughing. Like any of this is shocking news. Like it's news that I was not like immediately aware of. Like I knew the receivers were not in the involved, but like nobody had trash. over. I've been reporting about yeah. how terrible they are. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean you have. Last week I literally said I don't even know why they tried to involve them anymore. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you texted me that I could go run over there and suit up to play, and I was like, that's that's <laughs> not that's not true. Ricky, but... You could <laughs> just for my height, that would probably be about it. You could. And I mean, you could, could also be the Browns coach. So there are open <laughs> positions for you. In the I was gonna South. say open positions everywhere. Everywhere. Wide open. So the wrinkle to your team check-in this week is that Kyle is a Giants fan. And this mm-hmm. was Giants Redskins showdown. So and... I am curious, Kyle, for you to explain what the fuck is going on with your team. Uh-oh. I'd <laughs> love to have an understanding myself. Um, nah, it's... Look, uh, I think the assessment that I can make with any rationality would be 
is they cleaned house on management and coaching, brought a new staff, thought we had enough of a core team to go with, and we're dead fucking wrong. Yeah. I mean, they tried. They tried. They tried to put together a new offensive line, which is oh, the, that was terrible. Has that been was... the blatantly obvious thing to do, but it's still not working. And yeah, so... when Nate sort of left us, I was like, "No, Nate!" And now I'm like, "Damn, thank God he's not on my he's... cap." Yeah, <laughs> he's he's straight up work looking, looking washed. Right either now. on par as, if not worse than Eric Flowers, and I don't know how that was possible. Yeah, I mean, so Dante Sarnecki is a fucking genius. That's how. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm I'm dumbstruck by like how this team is looking. The attempts were made a few offensive line. It's not working. So we have a shell shocked quarterback who was already on the back eighteen, like already like on his last year anyways, as it was looking. Shell shocked. Yeah, dude. Like I, I mean, mean I, I but I feel like he always looks shell shocked, so it's hard for me to get an accurate vibe if he's actually shell shocked or not. Like his face I, always looks like something is wrong. Something is oh, yeah, broken you, inside of Eli Manning. It always you, you, has been. It just is like not <laughs> there. Like a circuit is missing, a switch didn't get like he just looks dead on the inside. I can I can talk like I mean I can for my own defense, I can point to like twenty eleven and even the early like when he was just an OC McAdoo years where Eli still had the comp like competence and could still make those passes, even if his face looks dumbfounded. And I can't defend Eli Manning's face ever. I was talking uh, about his face, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like he still like there was a time where he's like, cool, he's gonna find his second in the pocket and he'll find a receiver, yeah. and it was fine. The last two years, it's been check down after check down after check down. I mean, and the difference now is this year is he has a running back to check down to who's going to make big plays out of chicken it, yeah. salad out of chicken shit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm looking at a team where, I mean, the weirdest fucking thing about this team is, and I looked this up today just in preparation for this, is Eli Manning is in the top five for yards, like attempted yards, like completed. His yard stats is in the top five, which I won't defend. Beckham is on track to make maybe his best like completions, not touchdowns, yards, catches, everything, completions. Uh, Shepard's on the same kind of track. Barkley's second behind Gurley. All these teams, like all these players are doing well, but the team isn't getting any touchdowns. Yeah. They're completely inept. And also, I said that about Manny. Yeah, he's in the top five for like his yards. He's also got to be in the goddamn lead for each sacks taken. Yeah. And oh, absolutely. And all these completions, like I said, are checkdowns to Barkley behind like the line of scrimmage, up, and he's like turning into freak circus catch. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's it's the weirdest fucking thing where like statistically things are sure sounding and looking amazing, but every time I watch this team, I'd watch it with like I, the only confidence I get is like, cool, we're starting to march down the field, and once we get to the red zone, it's oh. dead. I and thought it's you butters and dies. Yeah, I thought you were going to say the only confidence you had was that you're going to get a good draft pick next year. Oh, shit. Oh, I mean, I didn't finish the statement. You're right. That is the next thing. No, no, you're, no you're, you're not wrong. Like, I had to look at this team realistically. Like, uh, by all means, it would probably would have been – it would have been smarter to take a quarterback. But all the same, I cannot be convinced that it was a bad decision to pick up Saquon Barkley. I, I love watching that dude play. Um, yeah. Like, I just hope that enough can be done so that it's not a waste of a draft pick. But 
I know that's about as far as I know about being a GM and being able to manage a team. I, I don't regret the Saquon Barkley pick because finally after yeah, no, for, the, for, for the first time in like seven years, I can like watch a running back on the Giants since the Brandon, Brandon Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw days. Yeah. I can like have confidence to be like, oh, cool. They're going to run this. And it's not Rashad Jennings or a broken down Shane Vereen or any of the guys we have behind them. Just like, cool, it's going to be two yards to get stuffed. I have some faith when I see those runs. Um, So it's going to be a high draft pick and clearly a rebuild with the trades that happened. Yeah, Um, I was going to ask you about the trades. But before I get to the trades, I'm curious because you were like, you know, I wish you were taking it. Like, there's a world where you could take Saquon Barkley and there's a perfectly good QB on the market not playing football. And, like, Oh, because yeah. me and Michelle bring this up pretty much every time we talk about Eli Manning and or Big Bortles, how do you feel as a fan of a team that's struggling out there, knowing that there's a player in Kyler Kaepernick who could come in immediately? I think he could immediately change around with what's going on with your fucking team right now, just oh. on like pure talent basis alone and youth for sure. And he's not playing for stupid political reasons. How does that make you feel? Oh, it's infuriating just to watch from a, like the political league perspective and also from a team that just won't even like swallow its own pride and take a quarterback. And especially like the biggest deficit, as I've already mentioned, is the offensive yep. line. So a mobile quarterback will fix that. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. so you find one as soon as you can, and you find a good one and there's one that made it to a Super Bowl, Right. And like, even if there was regression from that, it's still better than like anyone being signed off the streets, like a, what Matt Barkley that signed with the Bills right now, or yeah, it's like what's this, just, the uh, bottom the, of the uh, barrel that's the being Jack, scraped? Jaguars just signed fucking uh, Landry Jones. Like who? And you still have a Super Bowl caliber quarterback who's yeah. out there. Like I've never, no, I have no disagreements with it, and I would fully embrace it. Like I, I wish for it because if he can get mobile scrambled then that opens up obviously the most successful like offenses in the uh nfl right now are like the run pass option yeah in the run pass option with fucking saquon barkley like what the I mean, hell i don't want it to happen for selfish reasons <laughs> I... again i'm very selfish this podcast oh, totally. like, this is the third time but i do like half of me wants it to happen because it would be amazing to watch and to see however i definitely do not want it to be in the nfc East. like no, thank you. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh, by, by all means, like, even with the team, with your team where it's at, you're still leading the division right now. Uh, I mean, we're circling the drain. The Cowboys can't get their shit together, and I hope they never do. And the Eagles are having the worst Super Bowl hangover. So, like, take this lead and run with every it. Every moment of it. Every <laughs> stumble is, like, music to my ears. <laughs> I know you are. You are bitter Betty over that shit. Bitter fucking Betty. I mean, it'll be, I mean, again, our division is not that good, so it's just kind of like, I don't know. If we could get our offense together, it would be, oh, like, we could run away with it. Easy. Oh, yeah, because defensively, like, shit's going on, and... Yeah, yeah we have the two, now with um with Clinton Dix, we have the two highest graded, two out of the top five highest graded safeties in the whole NFL. So, Swearinger is number one, and Clinton Dix is number four. So, and I love them because they're both, like, Sean Taylor inspired. So, we're going to get some, like, Sean Taylor, Sean Springs action maybe happening again. I'm very excited for this. 
However, Ooh. we should be doing better because I believe – who do we have at quarterback? Jason Campbell, Patrick Ramsey, Mark Brunel, one of those terrible string of nobodies. But Eli – so Eli now reminds me of when we had Patrick Ramsey because you couldn't even tell what type of quarterback Patrick Ramsey was because he was just on his back and sacked so often. Oh, <laughs> like, it was terrible. I can't take that away from you. Like, like a it's... cheap whore. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's there, you know, and it was just so frustrating to watch because it's like, is this is he mediocre? Is he good? Is he terrible? Like you don't know. He just doesn't have a chance to even like exist, honestly, in his position. And I feel like Eli is kind of like getting that now, which is sad oh, yeah. because I mean he has. I know Ricky, you don't care for him. No, <laughs> but um, I mean I he he is a Hall of Fame contender, and I just think that I don't. It sucks that like that conversation is being had now about like it being taken away from him or this season like affecting his you know his ability to be inducted and all these things. Right, and uh, like as far as his play now and lately, sure, diminishing returns, and there's always been that. There has always been that 50-50 don't know what Eli you're going to get. Like, his consistency has always been a huge <laughs> yeah. question. I'll yeah. never I'll never question that. But what I will say is that, like, until the last two years, yeah, I had 14, I think. Uh, maybe my count is off. But I had better more than a dozen years where even if consistency was a question, I couldn't see replacing Eli. Yeah. And especially there were years, like the 2011 year, it was just like, I was blown away. He stepped up. He carried an offense that didn't have a run game. And just, he threw to Knicks, Manningham, and Cruz to pull that defense in. And they got hot towards the playoffs. Uh, he's he's pulled through in a lot of moments, and I'll never forget this. Like, I mean, yeah. he's, he's been a quarterback that, I got to respect, like, not even got to respect, I will love. I mean, he's the quarterback of my era. Like, I grew up, I was too young to really appreciate the Phil Sims or Jeff Hosteller days, uh, even if I was alive for the second one with Hosteller. Uh, and then there was just a who's who of nobodies. <laughs> and then yeah. there was Eli Manning, but essentially. Mean- and he yeah. came to your franchise with like a whole drama too, right? Jacked by the Chargers, I'm not playing for them. Like, so yep. even that was kind of like a little bit of mystique to add to the legend of it all. But also, yeah. like you, I feel like if you win a Super Bowl, you should be able to buy yourself like five years or like in or a couple of years. You know, like yeah. once you win a Super Bowl, you should be able to like just. And so yeah. he bought, he bought two, and yeah. so there's nothing, there's nothing but love. Like he's uh, like a lock for a Ring of Honor. Um, yes. Yeah. And, sure. For sure. Like, I mean, he's done a lot of amazing things. He will always be a quarterback I love. Uh, like the catch. Everyone knows the catch. Everyone. Everyone, Everyone. knows the catch. Yeah. Everyone knows Sorry, the catch. Ricky, yeah. I mean, even better than that, like, the catch is the biggest stroke of luck. And I, even as a Giants fan who loved it, the biggest stroke of luck I've ever seen on a football field. <laughs> um, so, it's such a relief to hear people like not talk nonsense. And it so, just, yeah. Sorry, Ricky, like your sighs are just giving me so much life right now. Cause it's like, <laughs> I can feel your soul like slowly leaving your body when this conversation well, like, But I'm trying to like, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I didn't want to come into this and be like, yeah. oh, this is this. Like it's, it's, no, it's just real talk. Like yeah. that was the biggest stroke of luck. The one I'll point to was the next Super Bowl was the uh, sideline catch to Manningham 
Yeah. Where that was thrown into a like a thimble to like head off that fourth quarter lead. Like there's 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 enough plays, there's enough moments where I I'm gonna tell my kids about Eli Manning. Like it's that kind of oh. thing. I'm already looking forward. Like it's that kind of thing. I'll be like, that was the quarterback. Hopefully I can be like, Yeah, sure, he was great. Because like my dad doesn't really tell me about Phil Sims. He he's more critical of Phil Sims. But also my dad is critical of the Giants even when they're winning. <laughs> so like I don't want to be that kind of fan should be. That's, that's a weird feeling. Do you know? Well, like- it's critical. It's critical in the way, like, all right, uh, I'm in this weird area. Like, I grew up in Connecticut where my dad influenced the teams I root for, which were the Boston Red Sox and the New York Giants. Let's remove the last decade or so plus, 11 years, where championships have been involved. Yeah. And so the majority of my childhood of my dad telling me about sports teams were like, well, yeah, we root for these teams. But God damn it, do they suck. Yeah. <laughs> and so Congrats even when on they, the World Series one, though, by the way. Much appreciated. Yeah. But it's like for a while, just my dad's attitude, even as championships started to happen, it was still like, yeah, that, he couldn't get the bitter taste out of his mouth, essentially. And I think it's it's taken long enough. It took two championships out of Giants and now four out of the Red Sox for him to be like, Okay, I think well, like I first, think we're okay now. Yeah, the first though championship for the Red Sox was like you came from behind, like it was wild. It was oh, it was it a was, broken curse. Yeah, for sure. Was, yeah, and it wasn't like this one was easy. You know what I mean? But that one was again, you came from behind. It, you had to be the Yankee. Like it was, it was a thing. It was there was drama. It was it was drama. a great. It was that's like when I fell in love with baseball. I was like, man, Dalt was watching that season when the when the Red Sox won. Because oh, it was a fairy scary. tale season. Oh my gosh, with them and the Yankees, it was like it was insane. It was insane. That's awesome. Yeah, congrats. That's so fun. See, I don't know what the I don't know what winning feels like. Like you're sitting here talking about how you can tell your kids about Eli Manning, Ricky. If you wanted kids, you could tell them about Brady. Who am I I'm going to tell everybody's kids about fucking Tom Brady. Fuck just my kids. Who am I going to tell them about? I can't <laughs> tell them about anybody. School. Yo, you fucking know about TV twelve? Get in. I can't tell. You don't have that. Ricky's just gonna be walking in on nurseries, just like, "Hey, fuck your course, fuck <laughs> this finger pain." I mean, I, <laughs> Set up the PowerPoint. I, Changing Loki, fucking Sesame yeah. Street to like the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> comeback. This is more important. Oh okay? This is American <laughs> history right here. So, sorry, you Michelle. You, you were have saying to do it. You have to do it more subtly than that. I don't know subtlety. Like, so my nanny this kid, my nanny kid, like his dad is from Chicago. So he has brainwashed them. And again, children are just brainwashed. Like that's what you, you brainwash children, right? So he was brainwashed to like the bears. However, I got him when he was young enough, one and a half. So I've also brainwashed him to like the Redskins. So he likes the bears and the Redskins. So he has all this bears gear that he was like insisting on wearing today. And this, the worst mismatch outfit ever in life. But I told him, I said, Hey, for Christmas, what if I got you some Redskins pants? He was like, oh, my God, yes, bet, done, like, done. I'm You're about to fired. lose your fucking job. I don't, I mean. <laughs> well, I mean, it's cross-divisional. Yeah, and... it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You live here, like, and then they're going to move back to Chicago, and he's going to be the weirdo in Chicago from Chicago, technically, that likes the Redskins, and I'm not going to care. Jesus. It's going to be great. So back to team check-ins. <laughs> oh yeah, who you do have. You, who do you oh. have coming up next, Michelle? Who's your next game? We have the Falcons. Speaking of, the how Falcons. you feeling? Um, I mean, I don't know because it's my birthday, so I might not be like red. I might not be cognizant for that game. 
<laughs> I had an opportunity to go to it actually, but um, you know, that's the day after wine tasting. Well, so you know, and... wine with the girls instead. Well, with yeah, family, girls, yeah, people. Um, so I'm so excited. <laughs> I am excited because I just don't. Yeah, I am excited. I am. I am. I Fair just, enough. Uh, and... Yeah. Kyle, who do you have up next? Uh, we were on by this week, and then after that, I think it's the 49ers. Oh, well, that, that's maybe a win, maybe. That that yeah. will actually be an interesting game. That Are you guys playing Thursday night or Monday night? Because that sounds like one of those weird Thursday nights that on paper I'll be like, this is a terrible game. Why don't I watch this? And then it ends up being yeah. amazing, yeah. I mean, I actually don't know. Because it was like, a, it, was, it was a, basically it was a bye week, and then I've been, uh, fully distracted by the trades oh no that's and... i never know either so it's fine no no Ricky and it's like it's that and i google them really quickly <laughs> like the, well the narrative i was thinking of following is like cool we have a bye week do we take this opportunity like the band-aid's been ripped off last year about benching eli and so it was like uh... do we try kyle laletta and then well then he's got to rest about the fucking cops right exactly and so now <laughs> i don't know what the fuck is up like oh it's a monday night game it is a monday night game it's That's monday night a good one yeah just because right. yeah so i don't know if you listened i think it was last week we, like the thursday and monday night games this year have just been bizarre like why would you schedule these games as the only option for people to watch and you're complaining about decline a decline in viewership like it just it's weird it doesn't I know. Make sense. well like san fran got like a huge boost in like prime time games and I think it was like reactionary to the, like, well, yeah, exactly. The, the Garoppolo trade and their turnaround based on that. And then, yeah. so starts the season, the injury happens, and, <laughs> like, they're in that position. Like, I mean. Which, I mean, even barring the injury, I think they were looking a lot less exciting than people thought they were going to be. I um, agree. I agree. I think, I think there was McKinnon's more hype than it was worth. probably a bigger deal. Yeah. Because I feel like that's, like, I think that was going to be a key piece for um, Kyle Shanahan. And once that was done, I think they were already a little lost. Yeah, they definitely didn't have, like, a game plan in place. Like, they got their guy by, like, signing him in free agency and were clearly game planning around him mm-hmm. and got caught with their pants down with, I mean, and not something you can't really plan on. Like, injuries throw your shit away yeah like especially when it happens to your cornerstone pieces in quarterback and running back then you go to you go to backups and still like you can have that next man up mentality but at the same time when you don't have that talent behind it like you you just make the best you can out of it but it's Sometimes you just look at your cards and like this is what we got, and you just have to run the season That's with it. There's, teams, there's a lot of teams looking at it that way. That's, That's a very different tone for encroachment. I would but... never look at it. I would be. <laughs> I would get so depressed, just like I did in that Saints game. <laughs> I Yo. like sunk on the floor, and I was like, "This cannot be happening." <laughs> this is the terrible. mood was funeral. That it was, was a funeral. I oh, funeral. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if, I, okay. if I if I haven't made it clear, I'm mostly dead inside after these last two Aww. years watching the Giants. But, like, I mean, there's cornerstone pieces. Like, I'm so glad we kept Landon Collins. Uh, 
I have no regrets about the, like I said, I already said the Saquon Barkley like choice, the Beckham signing. Like there's, there's, there's pieces. I, I hope we resign Shepard. I think he's a wonderful slot corner, like slot receiver. I hope that we sign Shepard. I, he's going to get huge or not huge money. He's going to get very good slot receiver money. Yeah. I mean, Uh, we probably won't pay. We wouldn't pay for that, but. How did you feel about, um, Odell, all of like the the interviews and the com- not complaining, but the comments about Eli. Yeah, I don't see as much of a like. I don't see them being as scathing as things are blown up to be. Okay, like when he's he's. I mean, he was bummed out on targets. Yeah, that makes sense. He's the number one. Get him his targets yeah. and. Anyone who's watching the game with eyes can see he was not throwing it downfield. He was checking down. That makes sense. Like, he was just signed a huge contract because of four years of play being the number one go-to, reliable, hands that can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it was more blown out of proportion. There are things that I think he says – there are things that get blown out of proportion. I don't think he's devoid of, like – criticism i know there's emotions i know there's all these things i just don't think they're as bad as i've seen in previous receivers that get the diva tag yeah right like i don't see a terrell owens i mean it was i mean even antonio brown shows his ass every now and then yeah oh yeah i was gonna say actually yeah that's thank you i was like antonio brown Blows his shit up way more than Odell does on a regular basis. He just does it in like, like Odell does it in a little like, uh, is something wrong? With, like, are you okay? Like mentally kind of way. Like, I don't know why you're hitting the net. Um, <laughs> but like, I understand why you're throwing your helmet into the ground, right? Like, I just feel like Odell always does it in a, it's like a slightly different way to make it this like, but that's also, why it seems so different. I feel like Odell doesn't get like it doesn't ever go smoothly for him. Like like he got hit with the net. Like yes. he tried you know what I mean? It's like yeah. he tries to like act out, but it always kinda like Then he couldn't let it go, to, so we had to like yeah. propose the net and it, it just kept getting weird. It just like Yeah. yeah. Like he strange. never can successfully like yeah. be angry without something like, like happening. So like you don't wanna like get on him. You know what yeah. I mean? The yeah. pro- oh, by all means the proposal to the net, I was like, Okay, that's funny. And we won the game, that's cool keep this going otherwise this is going to be the biggest yeah. fucking joke like this is going to yeah. come back to haunt you like yeah. you're, you're making a meme out of yourself like um <laughs> but at the same I just time you shouldn't be having fun if you're losing so wow like i just <laughs> wow <laughs> Wow, I'm serious. Like you need to be. You need, every second should be focused on what did I fucking do wrong. How you do not do have time, time to smile. Get it. You don't off have your face. no. Don't <laughs> smile. Like you make one play. Don't fucking get out there and pose. Like I will bench your ass. Like, I don't have time for this. Like know where you are in life right now, and that's a bottom bitch. Maybe you, get you on the top. shouldn't be the Cleveland like, Browns coach. You are not qualified. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> no, by but by, by all means, like that was. I mean. Under a previous coaching regime, I don't think a lot of that shit like flew as much. And I mean, we don't have that coach anymore. Now he's fair enough. Head of personnel. He's the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> thank oh, wow. you for saying. Thank you. Thank you for saying it for me. Um, <laughs> but like, I I I disagreed with that. The decision there. Uh, I don't think necessarily that Tom Coughlin was going to 
have much time left, but I think the choice to fire Tom Coughlin versus not firing Jerry Reese right. was... Ele- they should have elevated Tom Coughlin just like Jacksonville did. Like, I, I think that was a absolute factor. Like, Tom Coughlin, better or worse, coached two teams who shouldn't have had a chance True. in two Super Bowls. Yeah. Like, he had... He has discipline, and there are documented, like, player interviews uh, when I look at, like, the Super Bowl, like, you know, America's best game and, like, the Super Bowl, like, documentaries. Like, there are players that have played for both the Patriots and the Giants, and some of them, like, go back on it, and, like, a lot of the rhetoric is the same because they both coached under Bill Parcells, and a lot of it, Mm. like, that coaching tree – has shown success. You have Sean Payton on the, the Saints. Saints. Yeah. You have Tom Coughlin. You have Bill Belichick, obviously the most successful head coach. Like you have a documented shown of res- of like success. And so when things went south, Coughlin stepped down, but then Jerry Reese, who had not hit on a draft in so long, you know, got he to got stay, to yeah. he got to stay. And then promoted their offensive coordinator, who did do a good job as an offensive coordinator, but clearly was not ready. No, definitely was not ready. Does he have a job right now? Nah. Yeah, I didn't think so. Well, let me check with the Patriots really quickly before we head to our next segment. Do you? Um, <laughs> right. It's like, oh, we're pushing like 30 minutes. Um, yeah, so we played the Bills this week. It was a lot closer than I would have liked. I mean, like, we were always serious? in control of the game. Huh? Are you serious? What? It was. Honestly, like... It was field goals. It opened up at the end. Like, we settled for field goals every time we went to the red zone for, like, two and a half quarters. Like, that red zone offense was woeful. It was just not good. Um, We clearly missed Sony Michelle. Um, just wow. In the middle. Yeah, I mean, like... This is a turnaround. See, they tried to do Cordero Patterson. This I, is a I, turnaround. I think it's... It's not a turnaround, Michelle. Two weeks uh, ago, I was like, yo, like, like four I weeks ago, you hated him. The first two games, he played like fucking yes, shit. Yes, you hated him. He played oh like goodness. shit. Well, combination of him playing like shit, the blocking was shit. Like, they didn't know what they were you using him for. Like, I was not a fan. No. And I've said and this before. Like, I'm not going to sit Aww. here and be like, oh, you're my team, so I like you. Like, I'm, you're going to get better. No, like, you need to show me results. He was not showing me results. Show me results. Don't smile. Nothing. Yeah. Period. So. <laughs> Unless you fucking Tom Brady don't smile. Like, I don't understand. So, um, yeah, we clearly missed him. I am, I'm waiting for him to come back. I think that I want to see more. I don't understand why Josh Ward's supposed to be this great thing and, like, we couldn't get any red zone play from him. Gronk, I don't know what's going on with Gronk this season, getting no red zone play from him. Like, we just need to sharpen that area up. I still think we're, you know, in good shape, obviously, but. I'm not going to sit here and, like, you know, jerk off the entire time. I'm going to tell you what I think, and I'm thinking about the critical shit. Um, I feel like you don't even want to talk about the next game. No, I do, actually. So, it's really weird. Because, so, our next game is against the Packers. And seeing them, so they've been doing, like, interviews, obviously, with Aaron and Brady and Belichick. And, like, hearing them, too, like, show mutual respect and, like, love for each other and being like, oh, like, Brady realizing, like, Rodgers is really talented. And Rodgers being like, yeah, like, he's got five championships. Like, the conversation's over to me. Like, that's all I've been saying. Like, if we can just agree on what they agree on, there's nothing to talk about anymore. I don't understand. It's his fans I can't stand. And I've said this multiple times, too. So, 
this seeing that was just like wow like i'm gonna really enjoy this game because everyone involved is like not a fucking asshole it's just all of aaron yeah Yeah, it's just all of aaron rogers fans are fucking delusional and need serious therapy um yeah (laughs) as someone studying (laughs) counseling psychology I would like to recommend a diagnosis. Your professional, but my professional opinion is that y'all need to go see opinion. somebody and talk about your shit. Don't quote <laughs> me. Don't sue me. This um, is not an actual. Oh no! I think mean, it'll be a Asterix, great game. Like, just, yes, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a great game. I think it's, it's always be been when they meet. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a shootout, and um, hopefully we get fucking Sony Michelle back. We need everything we need on it on our team for that game. So yeah, we'll see, and then we'll have your brother to talk about it. So that'd be fun too. I'm interested. Yeah, I can't But yeah, I think that's all I got to say about my team. Is, so, but are you? But are you guys ready to face the Packers team without Ty Montgomery? <laughs> oh gosh! Oh gosh! <laughs> the last thing I'm worried about is the Packers' fucking running attack. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. But like I'm that return. But like game. that return game. Like he, he I mean, decided to do him. How brave. There's the whole man. There's how brave. That's why he's in the fucking Ravens right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I was gonna say, instead of taking that knee, he marches ass to Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, there's so many things. That's like so many knees, things in that. taking a knee. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot in there. Ooh, wow. Open that up. Audience processes that. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back with encroachment and close out with winners and losers. So our topic for our coaching topic this week is the amazing job security that apparently NFL referees have. So do you want to lead us in, Michelle? Yes. So uh, we actually talked about this, which is kind of stressful because I don't know, you know, we say some wild shit. So hopefully we didn't mention that this person should be fired. Because didn't we talk about how they're talking about the um, firing of Hugo Cruz, the first ref ever to be fired midseason in the Super Bowl era of the NFL? Which is insane. Um, Midseason. And only one of three to be fired ever, apparently. So I'm pretty sure we spoke about that crazy no call on the fall on the uh was he the delay of game one too and the false start he missed a false start against the Chargers yeah I knew that one um yeah the false start yeah he I don't know yeah he just got fired it's uh, anyone's thoughts on it it's a little crazy. I mean, my issue, so, well, actually, I'll let our guests take the floor, and then I'll go. It's the first of its kind, but... White privilege. It... Ooh. Is Kyle white? Oh, he is a Can teacher, I... you said. Wow. I mean, I'm kind of complimented that there's something about me talking that hasn't given it away. So, I know. and I'm equally confused. So, <laughs> now that we've taken, <laughs> I kind of want to give it the floor. Now that we've explored race, <laughs> Jesus, um, it's. I mean, the only thing that I can harken back to is just the replacement refs season for those few games 
where that shit was so blatantly terrible that I wished for the NFL referees back. But at the same time, there's still, there's, yeah, but there are still games that are goddamn awful about referees. But, you know, you can take your anger out. And usually those games that I'm mostly mad about are like my own team. Right. Though there are some times where I'm watching a game where I'm entirely neutral and I'm like, that's a terrible call. But those terrible calls come down to human error. Right. And the biggest call you have to make there is human error. But like, when is it a understandable human error? And when is it a blatant, irresponsible human error? Well, they, um, yeah, they did file a grievance. I guess the NFL refs have a, like the equivalent of a player association. Um, so they filed a grievance. Everyone is just filing grievances against the NFL. Like, I guess this is I need to file yeah. as a fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, there's a players union. There's a referees union. So that that makes total sense that they're going to, like, file the grievance. And, you know, they have to defend their player. Like, that's how unions work. Like, you, only... you take care of. Right. He's only been involved in one terrible play, though. And a lot of it, like, there are reports that are saying that it's just, like, the NFL's knee-jerk reaction to – yeah like public outcry which they always do the wrong thing basically which again oh yeah they're like they're just it's... not good <laughs> i don't know so also people people are noticing thing. we're terrible at this one thing let's overreact to the next time this thing happens right All the <laughs> yeah time. that's their motto that's their fucking motto <laughs> um but no, I read on Deadspin that this is also Albert Ryan is like the senior vp of officiating and apparently he's had like been under fire so this could also be seen as like a move that he's like making to like show that he's like on and like taking action, like making changes because I think fans are getting a little frustrated um, with the fan um, with the referees and I think rightly so. Like they determine so much about games now that mm-hmm. yes. I, I mean, I really think they do. Like I mean, you can look at the roughing the passer call again, but that's what that I was going to say. I like, feel like we wouldn't get be this frustrated if that wasn't an emphasis this season. If that rule wasn't an emphasis, so many calls would not be an issue. Right, and but are the rules right? There was a catch before this. Now it's roughing the passer. They were supposed to be enforcing the helmet thing. They're not doing that because right. we were upset about that in the beginning. So actually, there's there's always been something about the refs and like the common you know football zeitgeist the last couple of years that like they're getting attention, but. And I think it's, like, due attention. If you've only ever fired three... Like, I can't imagine you've only had three underperforming employees. So I'm not sure... Like, well, you should be getting fresh eyes. You should be, like, having, a like, a, a culture being built. Like, I don't know if you can do that. People just, like, on their fucking asses so they choose to leave. Like, that's the nature of, like, work, right? So it just seemed... When I saw that, I was like, wait, what? I thought they were probably getting fired yeah. all the damn time. No, it doesn't make sense <laughs> right. also because allegedly his replacement made an officiating mistake at the end of the first half of the Browns Steelers game. I mean the Browns just can't win. So I mean yeah. poor Browns. But they can tie. But they can fire everyone too. They're good at that. <laughs> um <laughs> they but yeah the guy replacing Hugo um was involved in um a ball placement issue where um like he spotted it in the wrong place. The Steelers went for it on fourth down. And um, they made the first down on a three-yard pass, but uh, the placement was an issue, allegedly. So I don't know if you're firing someone for a terrible call. Why would you replace them with with another person that makes terrible calls? I just don't – I don't know. 
Well, I mean, I think like Kyle said, there is some degree of human error, right? Like these things yeah. are going to happen. And I think there should be, there should be a process, there should be a, a, a process that I think is open to like fans. And I think this is weird in this way, but I feel like because they can, because they determine so much about the game, like I think we, and fans get frustrated for their team. Like it's nice to be, to see them be held accountable in that way. So I can like know, oh, this person is like, I mean, but you know, as, as angry as I get at them, I would never want their job. So, like, I... Oh, no. No! Know. I don't want their fucking <laughs> job, but I want them to be good at their job. I don't want to... I don't want to go on the genius bar again, but I want my genius to know what the fuck he's exactly. doing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would never want their job. Like, they really do need, like, witness protection or something because, like... Man, all those people losing money on calls, too, that's gambling out there. I'm sure somebody's right? down there needs kneecaps threatened. If, like, right. If someone's trying to bust my kneecaps because I lost money, I'm going to find you to bust your kneecaps, too. Like, it's it's just a domino effect, man. How do you become an NFL ref? Like, the thing I read on here was saying that they get, like, recruited in, like, from ha- from what other sports referee? Like, but there is there there's no application process? Well, is I it think... just, like, is it you go you come up through, like, the high school collegiate? Is it the same way as a player? I guess so. I that's think so. such a weird, like, that's such a weird culture. I think so. And it's, um, I think it's just also weird because there's so few of them. And aren't these, like, part-time jobs too, right? Yes. Yeah, that's such a weird culture. Yeah, that's like, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's, like, a team. Like, I don't know if it's per, like, broadcasting system or whatever, but, like, it's a team situation because there's certain games where like I've seen like tweets, like, you know, the giants are going to be under this officiating team. Or yeah. They this one. Cruise. Yeah. They're like organized. Yeah. It's very, so yeah. it's, so it's, so it's a whole team and I don't know how they organize that. Like if it's by division, if it's by Sunday games based on time slots and location, like right. it's clearly traveling, like it goes all over the place. I don't think there's any, uh, bias like there's a system in place, but I'm not familiar with it. Huh. My quick yeah. Google search says that you have to start in high school and like work your way up. Damn, but most people don't usually make it to the NFL until their early to mid 40s, which makes sense. Everyone's old as hell, all of the referees are old, and it makes and it also I mean, makes right. sense because, like, for the sake of like refereeing, you need way more games for proof of your ability to make good judgment calls than as a player to make good plays. Could you imagine if there's a woman ref? That would be... People would lose their minds. Wait, isn't there? No, I think there is. There is. I saw her running across the... the, um... Oh my god. Yes, there is. I just saw her this weekend. Um... Sarah Thomas. (laughs) Woman referee NFL. Yes, Sarah Thomas. (laughs) Okay. What? Shut up, Kyle. I did see her running across the field goal. (laughs) No, no, no. I wasn't saying that. I was like, I was getting up to get my computer. I was like, I think you guys both have Google in front of you faster than me. (laughs) And that's the only reason I was like, all right, y'all got me. Cool. (laughs) That's wild. She's the first one. That's crazy. I'm happy she has not um, made the wrong call because I feel like Oh God! The male football fans would not be able to handle that. Correctly. It would be yeah, exactly. The first <laughs> wrong call, it's gonna be some Jesus. sort of fucking caveman bullshit. God. Like Make if she had the whole like right. yeah, like the Des no catch call or any of those. The Des was not Des no catch was not a catch. <laughs> FYI, <laughs> FYI. We were not trying to relitigate it, Michelle. We were just, <laughs> just I was just like, don't. My opinion out. I mean, 
I didn't even that? see the game, so I, I have no I have no skin. It's in called the Calvin stuff. Johnson rule, and it was not a catch. Okay. According to <laughs> that's all. Anyway. <laughs> now that that's settled, Cowboys cool. shit. We're gonna move on. <laughs> hey, I think that's something we can all agree on. Sure. I mean, except Ezekiel Elliott, but yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Wonderful running back. I mean, sure. Feeding as much as he can feed right him. now. Feed him all the things. I guess. I mean, not I don't know how you don't eyes. see it. Hmm? Me? Yeah. How I, I see it. I just don't want it to be real against my team. Like, no. these are different things. You're really in, like, I'm, I'm riding for my guys tonight. That's you. I mean, we actually have a chance to make the playoffs. I'm not saying we're going to, like, Yo, so, do so like a couple episodes ago, she was on this game. I was like, oh, do you want to predict the game? I don't predict Redskins games because, like, blah, blah, blah. Then literally 30 minutes ago, she's like, oh, see us in the playoffs. See us in the playoffs. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> look, at the, look at the rest of my division. Like, look at it. I already, I already said my thoughts. Like I, I was gonna it's... say, it was like circle in the drain is my team. Cowboys won't get it together. I was like, they the only, can. the yeah. only questionable factor is if the Eagles can put this together, That's especially it. after that golden trade. Yeah. That goddamn trade. It's also a weird place for my team to be in because usually every time we make the playoffs, we have to like win out five games or do some dumbass shit because we lost so many dumbass games in the beginning of the right, season. Right, but now you're so in the driver's like, seat. Now, yeah, which is yeah. It also fits in there. I mean, it fits. Uh, this is tradition now. There is always a new leader in the NFC East. I mean, it always makes it interesting. There's right, never there's, a dominant person. Yeah, I feel like your division that, is always one of the most interesting in football. Never been a repeat. Yeah. Uh, two years. I think it was yeah. was it was it two years ago? Uh, like the NFC East was back as a competitive division, and now we're back to being like it's the best of the worst. Um. I mean, yeah. there are divisions worse than us, but not by much. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. So winners and losers for the week. Who's up first? Not um, me. I can give you my loser. <laughs> Who is it? Um, You mentioned it earlier. However, I did not like this whole like back and forth thing that Aaron Rodgers and Brady had because it's kind of like... <gasps> I didn't like, I thought it was like super contrived. <laughs> yes. I'm like, talk your shit. Say who's better like this. Oh, if, if Aaron played with the Patriots, he would have 7,000. Shut the fuck up. No, he doesn't. You do. Talk your shit. Like, like I, I just don't like it. It's like, I don't think it's respect. I think it's like, I read it is as like. Oh, you want more like WWE I, out of this. I just don't feel like. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't feel like it was genuine. I feel like it was this weird, like, cop out, like, oh, I'm going to say something nice. Like, I just, I don't know. It felt I weird feel like the comments had enough detail where it didn't feel that way. Like, Roger's talking about how he, like, watched, how he studied Brady in the pocket to learn to do, like, the subtle movements since he been, like, had his no. knee injury. Like, I could see that. Um, I don't I like think- it. 
I don't like it. Be competitive. <laughs> you you just said you didn't want people to smile, and you like these people appreciating each other. Bullshit. I said don't smile if no. you're losing. Mm-mm. That's what I said. So one losing. of these people are going to lose, though. One of them is going to lose to the other. I mean, yeah, but, but like, in terms of NFL quarterbacks, are still top of the crop, no matter who's on top. So, like, mm-hmm. they, I, I think they're confident enough where they can, like, do their thing. Um, this is, like, I feel like this is, like, more interesting than the Super Bowl, maybe, honestly, this game. So, I just, I just don't like it. Like, I did like the Michael Jordan commercial, though. That was amazing. That yeah. is my winner. <laughs> That got that that had me like <sighs> gasping in my bed. I was like shook. I was not ready for it. I thought he was talking about him and LeBron, like the same number. And I was like, I'm "You're ready. fucking old ass. What are you talking about?" Like that was, was my like, first. Thought. I was like, "This is bold. Like you're gonna try and play LeBron." And then he and then it was twelve. I was like, "Whoa, whoa! You this this was good. This was good. <laughs> I'm here for this. I did like that. I'm very excited for your game next week, though." I'm yeah. I can't right. wait. Night game, I'll, perfect. I like that take too. Like, I, the idea of like, like I said, it's like, would there be more like WWE promos? Like, yo, no, no, no. I'm gonna smack you the shit up. Like, he's trash. Yeah. Do I want that though? But that's the thing. I mean, Jalen Ram. Like, when was the last time I've heard from Jalen Ramsey? But that shit annoys me. He came with that talk, and he got shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Cam did the same thing. Yeah. yeah, I just so don't, yeah. maybe I that's why. Like, I feel like they're all <laughs> like better saying these things. Approach. Yeah, I feel like they're saying these things with a little smirk, like that little smirk emoji, like hmm, like yeah, he's the best, but hmm, like I just don't. I think no. even the culture of football is different. Like you like spend your time watching what your opponents do well to like. You know, so like I feel like you're just it's ingrained. In, like even if it's just like can repeat what the coaches say, I feel like it's real. I don't know. Like in in wrestling because it's. I never got the feeling that they were like watching film with each other. It's gonna go out and brawl, right? Like it's not cerebral in that way, or it wasn't at least advertised as such. Oh yeah. So it's, it's hard. Just... I just, I, I really do think these guys like. Oh, I do think, think about they each respect other in this each way. other. And, like, However, yeah, and like, ha- I genuinely think that they all like do some for the most part do something well, or they and like, it's also be there. Yeah, and for sure, and like to that degree, also like a quarterback to quarterback talking about each other they never actually play each other right like the narrative of being like this you know brady out through aaron Rodgers is like well he out through their defense right yeah we talked about that last week too yeah you know like so that comparison you don't get to have that like in just by nature of the game ever right <laughs> yeah. like and so there so the smack talk between quarterbacks is like yeah he's doing my job as well as or comparatively in this level and so you like it's a cerebral approach versus like yeah you got to talk defensive player like yeah a cornerback a defensive end yeah that's why those fucking comparisons annoy me the brady manning ones during the denver years i'm like they have one of the best defenses in the league like it's not even fair like what are you talking about this is not a head-to-head at all um but yeah so you're winner lose the week kyle uh at first, my winner of the week was going to be about Adam Vinatieri just because he's the all-time oh, yeah. scoring kicker. Yes. That's uh, cool. I like, I like and that's cool. That's very, like, great. And it's, like, it's so fucking, like, that dude has been playing since, what, 97? And he was undrafted, like, onto the Patriots. And yeah. then has become a legend both on the Patriots and then has played, I think, has he played more seasons now on the Colts? Has he? 
don't know. I was like, I don't know. It was like, yeah, I was like, if one of you guys, like, I don't have my computer. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm looking at my laptop. Yeah. Let's like, let's, let's prove that. But like, if it's not, it's close. Like, yeah. Basically, two whole ass careers. Basically. (laughs) And honestly, it doesn't, like, it doesn't actually matter which team he's played for the most because the fact is, he's been playing in the league longer than the rookies this year. No, yeah, it is. It's longer with the Colts. It's 12 years with the Colts. Yeah. And he's been playing in the league longer than the rookies this year have been alive. Damn. I hate that. It makes me feel so Doesn't that blow your mind? Like, uh, so, like, I was going to say that, and I still will say that, but I got to give a good shout out because I saw this tweet right before this podcast started. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is trick-or-treating in his full uniform around oh. Pittsburgh. Yes! He's my favorite. Yes! <laughs> I hope and so. I, yes. <laughs> and that makes me so happy. Yes! <laughs> I, I cannot hate that dude. He is... No. And I mean, I, I mean, I like the Steelers. They're my AFC team. So, like, I, I love seeing that. Like, he is... I'm so happy to see him be in the future. Like, he kills it on the field, and yeah. he's such what would you a do delight. If he was at your door, like, trick-or-treat, and it's him. Like, what would you even give him? Uh, you're a little Nigga, Snickers bar. What are you, bar? It, 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 no, what are you talking about? What him... is he giving me? You're not giving me <laughs> I was mini... going to say, it's like, which one are you asking? <laughs> Ricky. No, like, literally, what are you giving me? Like, why are you here? Like, that's, that's my question. <laughs> oh, did you think it was one of those, like, commercials in, like, the 90s where they show with a big-ass check on your You just put a big-ass check. You got a jersey that you signed for me. Um, like, you're bringing Tom Brady to beat me. Like, I just, like, what? why are you here? Like, why are you here? That's my question. Are you giving me some dick? Like, like what's going on? Like, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, All God. of the above are acceptable. I just need to know what, like, why are you here? Oh, goodness. Uh, so those are my fears. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, this one is a rumor, and I'm not sure if the journalist has confirmed or denied this, but, I mean, in general, it's going to be the Browns, but, like, one of the stories <laughs> that I read as a from a journalistic standpoint was that uh, – Hugh Jackson was on his way to fire offensive coordinator Todd Haley <gasps> when he was pulled aside by Dorsey. Oh, that's so funny. That's and so fired him. I haven't seen that it was confirmed because, like, I, I saw I saw it in a tweet and then in a Reddit post said it was like from a journalist in Cleveland that tends to over exaggerate stories. And I didn't do much research beyond that. Uh, Narrative wise, though, that's fucking hilarious. And well, even I if it's even if it's that. not true, yeah. Word, you let this coach go this long with this record. And apparently, even without that, the offensive coordinator, like Todd Haley, was basically like other reports were that he was just ignoring everything Hugh said and just doing his own thing. And regardless of that, your interim head coach is now Bounty Gate Greg Williams. I'm so happy for him. I mean... Even Interesting. He used to be, yeah, I was not expecting that he answer. He used to be the defensive coordinator of the Redskins when Joe Gibbs was there. I okay. mean, I'm, I mean, I'm low key like. <laughs> I know it's weird. I'm selfish. Um, then, I'm really selfish this this year, this week. I don't know like, what's I mean, going on. I mean, you're representing like okay, a member of your team. Like, I get the yeah. solidarity there. It's just like I, from Bounty Gate on, like from uh. True. When the Rams were on uh, Hard Knocks, like I, I ha- and then again, seeing me on the Browns, like 
I cannot like this guy. And then, like, he's had press conferences where he talks about since he was the last time he was the head coach of a team was on the Bills in the early 2000s. And he said how he's had four offers, at least. Like, he sent out 11 letters to be a head coach. Yeah. Before you walk in and give me an interview, right? Like, no interview. Just walk in and take the job. And that kind of ties like I, I I do not I, I I don't respect I don't like Greg Williams. Yeah, I have, and I have so nothing to like about him. So I I can't point out the real L between those three between Hugh Jackson going to fire Todd Haley and getting fired himself, or the Browns organization himself. Like I I I, I have a toss up. Sorry, I, I'm juggling. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Which is funny because my loser of the week was Baker Mayfield. <laughs> So that also makes sense. <laughs> just like poor guy, like I just to have all your whole the whole organization crumbling around you in your first season. I don't know what that would do, especially the first, first season where you like have the team on your shoulders. It's not like you get to sit back and like watch it play out and learn on the sidelines. You're like in it and have to deal with this shit. Like it's just a lot. Um, so and you know I love Baker, so I feel bad for him a little bit and. My winner of the week is NFL fans everywhere because you're in for a good ass fucking treat on Sunday night with this game. <laughs> I'm excited. Is, I'm really excited. And I'm going to be irritated if this is not a good game. I'm going to be really pissed. I mean, off. I hope it's a blowout. Like, I really do. Um, like, as, as in, like, we blow them out. But yeah. Understandable, but like, it's been competitive. I mean, the last time it happened was. No, I don't three, think that's happen. Four years ago? Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think it was four years ago it happened. Did we even win? You guys lost, but it came down to a yeah, buzzer. Like, I don't think we like won. it was the the very end of the game. I think that'll be the case here too. So, Ricky, will you be able? Do you think that there will be a moment during this game that you'll be able to relax? Um, no. Down to the bitter end. No, it's gonna be stressful from Zia zero under. I'm actually like getting i got a paper done that's not due until next day done already because like, i need to have nothing like nothing i'm the watch the ball in the morning i'm gonna get brunch in the morning gonna come See, back that's... some drinks yeah. some well weed and be ready at 8 20 on the dock is my responsibility by myself right like dealing with anyone's i'm bullshit. really proud of you <laughs> that's a lot that's adulting you are for real. doing yeah do, doing adulting. a paper ahead of its deadline just so you can watch this game like yeah. And like at this point, you're already like, yeah, no, I knocked that shit out. I don't want anything in my fucking way. Yeah, my bus is gonna be on a thousand anyway. Either either we're gonna be winning by a mile, and I'm gonna be ecstatic. We're gonna be really tight, and we'll be nervous as hell. Or we're gonna be getting blown out, and I'm gonna be wanting to, you know, you're gonna call the suicide hotline. Yeah, it's gonna be a problem. (laughs) You're not gonna want to speak to anyone. Also, like if you're considering thoughts of suicide, please get help on the suicide hotline. But yeah, um, the no, last time do. the Patriots lost, Ricky wanted to cancel the podcast. FYI, everyone. So <laughs> unrelated reasons, um, <laughs> just so happened to be not feeling well that day. But I recorded anyways. So you did, you. you did. Fuck you, hoes. Here's an applause for the strength. <laughs> yes, right. Ricky. Deal with adversity over here. You're a peak example of adulting in 2018. Wow, I feel that you know what that sounds about right. Oh. Which is not a compliment to 2018 at all. No, it is not. <laughs> but 
But all right, thank you for joining us, Kyle. You have to come yes, back. This was awesome. I really appreciate it. I've had a fucking blast good, right now. Good. This has been wonderful. Thank you both for having me. Thank you. Yes.